Welcome to the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. This is the podcast dedicated to helping coaches create successful team experiences through the use of quotes. I'm your host, Scott Rosberg. In each episode, we'll discuss one quote that I've found can be inspirational, motivational, and helpful on your coaching journey to become your best so you can help your teams become their best. So lace them up tight, focus on your target, listen up and take notes as we dive in to today's Great Quote for Coaches. All right, and welcome back to the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. This is episode 56 of the podcast. And today we continue on our journey through uh, quotes in support of John Wooden's Pyramid of Success. And um, this is now the, let's see, this is the fourth episode in which we're dealing with the Pyramid of Success. We started off talking just generally about the pyramid and John Wooden's definition of success. And then uh, a couple of episodes ago, we started with the first of the cornerstones, industriousness. And within industriousness, Wooden um, focused on hard work and preparation. And then last time, we talked about enthusiasm, the other of his cornerstones of the pyramid. Now today, uh, we start on one of the three um, middle uh, building blocks at the base of the pyramid. And these are the, the building blocks that Wooden called the people blocks. And today, we start with the first of those people blocks called friendship. And I think it's interesting. It's an interesting concept to me because I think some people would consider friendship not necessarily um, a necessity when it comes to working to create success within teams and organizations. You don't have to be friends with the people you work with. You just have to respect them. I get that. I get that that, uh, you'll hear that people say that at times. Um, you know, and then there's the, you know, also the the discussion. I have had great discussions with uh, fellow coaches and teachers in years past about, you know, d- is it better to be respected or loved or liked? Um, you know, well, we could do a whole uh, episode just on that. But I, I really like, you know, the concept here that, you know, in terms of respect, you know, just making sure you respect your teammates, respect those that you work with in your organization. Absolutely, you have to have respect. But I have found through the years that any group that I'm working with, and, you know, especially in the teams that I coached, it sure helped if these kids, if my te- the team members were friends. The, the teams that were closer in terms of friendship had a, it, there just was a, a, a better vibe. And it, you could get so much more out of them, and they worked so much better together. And yes, there could be you know, certain elements that the friendships created that, that could create a little bit more friction just because they were such good friends. But for the most part, there was so much more lubrication because of that. And so friendship is one of those things that it's an interesting concept to consider when building teams. Now, does that mean that if you are hiring, you know, for a, you know, a, a company that you run or, or maybe a, a division of a company, or maybe you're a small business owner, would you only hire friends? No, that, I'm not saying that at all. But the elements of what goes into making a great friendship 
can certainly help in any type of team setting and in any kind of a setting where you're trying to create success. You know, uh, Wooden said, people make us better. You know, and it's so the concept, it's easier to become our best and to reach our potential when we learn to value, you know, including others in whatever that quest is that we are on to becoming our best. And the concept, again, we can accomplish so much more when we're on that road with other people than just trying to do it ourselves. And so friendship, well, certainly would fall into that category. Uh, it, it, when we work with other people, and we can develop at least, if not you know, deep friendships with all of the people on our team or all the people we work, work with, at least the qualities of what goes into making good friendships, it's just going to work that much better. I mean, just why do you get along with your friends? Well, you have common interests. You, you know, probably share a lot of similar beliefs. And so it's just easier to get along with those people. Well, if it's, and then you can accomplish more. Well, the same goes in any type of a setting where you are seeking success. You know, for instance, in team sports, which I'm sure many of you listening to this are, are involved in those. Uh, but businesses, families, any kind of an organization where, you know, we're, we're trying to work together in some way, the qualities of friendship are, are huge. Um, you know, this comes from some type of mutual esteem, some type of devotion to one another. Um, and people really are made to be interdependent. Yes, independence is an important thing. And, and especially in our American culture, you know, we, we often hear about the rugged individual and strong independence. Absolutely, those are, are qualities that we embrace, qualities that we like. But when we're in the team world, whatever that might be, whether it's, again, a sport team or a company or a family or a group of friends, whatever it might be, interdependence is critical to any forward movement, and it's critical to the success, to creating the success that we are seeking. And so the more we can embrace these qualities of working together with others, uh, walking alongside others on our, our road towards success, and then the qualities of what it takes to be good friends, the better off we're going to be. Also, our friendships make us better. Okay, so think about, you know, what your friends bring to you in terms of your relationship and then what you bring to them in your relationship with them. And so when we do for others, it, it just makes things so much better. And, uh, and so I like this concept. I like this as one of the, as I said, what wouldn't call the people blocks. And I like it that he's put these people blocks as the baseline is down at the bottom of the the pyramid, and we're going to build up from these. Okay. Now, when you talk about the concept of um, friendship, and we're talking about quotes, Wooden himself has a great quote that I want to talk about here because one of the things that he says is he talks about how friends help each other. They don't necessarily they don't use each other. They work together. And, you know, you talk about the concept of how do we create success and what does success look like? 
And what are you most concerned with in terms of, you know, gaining success and how to get it? And uh, he, in, in the book in, from which I took a lot of the concepts uh, for this, um, this series, it's Coach Wooden's Pyramid of Success, Building Blocks for a Better Life by both John Wooden and Jay Cardi. It's interesting. He asks this question. He says, would you rather be successful in your eyes or in others' eyes? He said, if you set others, your reputation may be fine but your character is suspect. And it led me to remembering one of the great quotes from John Wooden that I think fits right into this concept here. And he said, be more concerned with your character than your reputation because your character is what you really are while your reputation is merely what others think you are. And I find that to be such an important um, you know, thing to discuss, uh, and, and I think it's really important with kids, because kids get so focused on a reputation. Kids get so focused on how others view them. I, I did a, I actually did a blog post about this um, in uh, in March of 2021, in which I talked about, and this has been a problem for me for years, just worrying way too much about what other people uh, other people think of me. Um, you know, throughout my life, not just when I was a kid. And we get so worried about our, our reputation. And yet, you know, really, our reputation is merely what other people think of us. The, the more important thing is our character, who we really are. And I like, you know, Wooden goes on to, in discussing this concept, you know, he says, I don't think a good reputation is worth much if you have faulty character. And you don't have peace within yourself. You know, it's a really important distinction, an important thing to or thing to look at. He said, if you use your friends to advance a personal agenda, you're, you'll never be at peace. So make friends and maintain friendships. Friends help to complete us, and we'll be better for having taken them along on our journeys to become all we're capable of becoming. And again, that goes right to the heart of his definition of success. That's what success is. Be, you know, if we become all that we're capable of becoming. And so the idea here is, is when you are focused on who you are and you bring along other people who, not to advance your agenda or to focus on you know just doing your bidding, but just your friends, those who you know, are with you on this journey and, and you have, uh, you know, strong feelings for and an important relationship with, and they with you, this can make all the difference in the world in, in making the journey that much more fun, that much more enjoyable, but of course, also that much more successful. You know, it takes time to build friendships. They don't just happen. And yet think about the times when you've been put into team settings and you're given X amount of months to you know, become a team. And then sometimes, though, then those months turn into years because maybe you started as a freshman or sophomore, you know, whatever year it was when you started working with these people. And so you get a few years together. Well, you can really build friendships. You can build friendships over the course of months, absolutely. 
But when you can get that much more time to build them, it, it works that much better and they build even stronger. It's interesting. I was just having this discussion earlier today, and it's a discussion that has come up recently um, with the, the way the NCAA basket, men's basketball and women's basketball, especially the men's basketball tournament um, went this past year and has gone over the last few years in that the whole one and done situation that we see. And for those of you who aren't familiar with it, it's the, the number of, of kids who, as freshmen um, in college, come in to a really good program, and they're such strong players that they play for the one year that they are required to be to play. Well, they don't have to play in college, but they're not allowed to just join the NBA right out of high school. And so they have to you know, do a, a year where they're somewhere else, doing something else, whatever that might be. Well, most choose the college experience. And so what's happened is, is so many of these incredibly talented players come in, go to a program, are there for a year, and then they, they leave. And I think it's hurt college basketball, and I think it's, it's hurt some of the really good programs because the really good programs are the ones that are getting these players. The problem is, is the really good programs for years have grew, built and developed great, strong cultures. How? By having players stay for three and four years and uh, you know, buying into the system, buying into the culture, and then teaching the younger players who come in what it means to be a fill in the blank on whatever the the mascot would be, a wildcat, a blue devil, uh, this or that, right? And what ha- what's happened with so many of these blue blood great programs where these incredible players come in is they come in for a year and they're gone. And, you know, it can't begrudge them if the NBA is going to offer them millions of dollars to, you know, completely change their life, sure. But what's happened is, is I think it's hurt those teams, because they are not allowed to, they don't get the chance to take all that time that they get to build over two, three, and four years of all of the, not only the talent of those players, but bringing in these these relationships and developing friendships. And then as this kid moves on, you know, after four years, here comes this other one and here come these others, you get a chance to really build friendships over time. You aren't getting that right now with some of these um with so many of these one-and-done players and the programs that have quite a few of them. And so I think it's hurting them. And so what does that have to do with this? Well, we're not building the friendships. You're not developing that that team camaraderie the same way that you used to before the whole one-and-done concept occurred. And now you've got a lot of players who are just there for a short time and move on. Doesn't mean all they, they aren't good friends and they can't establish some friendships over the months that they're there, but that's what it is. They're literally there for months, not years. And the other players are there for years and they're developing those friendships. And, and that's a real key, I think, in those programs is to really strengthen the, 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 the friendships and the, the relationships of those who are there so that they can embrace those kids who will be there for just a short time and try and show them the ropes as to what it means to be on that team uh, and in that program and in that culture quickly and to get them to buy in. And so this is such a critical piece, this concept of friendship, but it takes time and, you know, it takes understanding. You have to work together, you know, toward the, toward common goals, um, and, and work together and, and kind of share, have shared interests and shared ideas to really build this concept of friendship. 
So I want to close. This is great quotes for coaches, and I gave you the one quote from from Wooden. I want to close with a quote from Abraham Lincoln because I think this is a great quote. And the first time I heard it, it I just thought, oh my gosh, that he he nailed it. And it was right at the end of the Civil War, and he's offering help and he's offering assistance to the South. You know, I mean, it was a, obviously the Civil War was a just a traumatic thing for a country to go to go through especially a young country like the United States was and uh, Lincoln realized we need to bring these people together we need to get us all back to try and bring us all back together and the only way we're going to do that is to offer them help and offer them assistance and he said many people had said to him Mr. President you're supposed to destroy your enemies not make friends of them and I love his response he said Am I not destroying an enemy when I make a friend of him? I mean, think about what that's saying. That the best way to destroy your enemies is to turn them into friends. Because when we build friendships with people, they're no longer our enemies. And also, here's the other thing. If I go out and do something to harm or destroy an enemy, others will see that. And others will judge me based on that action. But if I go out and try and bring that quote-unquote enemy into the fold and make a friend of him or her, won't others also see that and start to see the value in what I can bring to a relationship and what we can bring to the relationships together if we will break down barriers and do what we can to become best of friends? I think Lincoln totally understood the, the, just the strong, tremendous force of friendship. And, uh, and it, 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 it is really a great place that wouldn't put this in the foundation of the pyramid because when we can learn to be friends with one another like that and build those strong, positive relationships like that, we can do so much more together in our teams and in our organizations. So I like this concept, this building block, um, you know, this first of the people blocks, and uh, and I'm so glad that wouldn't put it in in that uh, in that section here. So we that's the first of the three people blocks. Next time we will move on to the next one of those, which is cooperation, which really goes quite well with the concept of friendship. So join us again next time um, when we when we delve into that concept of cooperation on the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. We'll see you then. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. Please do me a favor and subscribe to the podcast and leave a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your reviews help us get more people listening to the motivational messages from the quotes we discuss. Finally, check out our new website at slamdunksuccess.com for more materials to help you on your journey to becoming the best you're capable of becoming. We've got big plans for new and exciting projects to help leaders grow and develop as we head into 2021. I look forward to serving you again next time with another great quote for coaches. Coaches.